All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref with Josh on Plank. All right, so our portal updates real quick. Stats is hanging in there. We'll get them right on. Brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction, 405-831-8222, swiftcoteam.com. I, uh, Eight triple two. It, it's a confusing thing because whenever someone first wrote it, they didn't. They add crossed the, it out. Yeah, they didn't add the last two, and you're like, so what's going on here? <laughs> uh, Steel Man went and worked and worked and worked, and he finally found out how to pronounce the most recent offer out of the portal for the University of Oklahoma, and I completely forgot what he just said. Anton Jinkaj is, I think, how he had pronounced it. Steelman, feel free to invade the studio. Jinkaj. Walk right in. Jinkaj. Jinkaj. See? <laughs> there we go. It's funny. Steelman is always here early, and I love talking to him. And he was he's like, I looked everywhere for anything on Maine, and I finally found it. He is a <laughs> relentless prepper. Anton Jinkaj is the latest offer. Not ad yet. Offer out of the portal for Oklahoma. And he is um, – He's an edge rusher. He's a defensive line. So a guy we want to see. And, of course, the uh, news that just broke, Caden Green has committed to Missouri. So we'll go a little bit more in depth coming up here in just a bit. But there's your portal update. At least a quick little nugget version here at 10.04 on a Tuesday. We hit up the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. Say hello to noted author, good friend of the show, Dennis Stats Kelly. Happy holidays, Stats. How you doing on this week? Great, Chris. Thanks for having me on here. I uh, I never thought in my, the wildest dreams that the signing day would be like, oh, well, we got signing day. But we got a guy from Old Dominion that played three years at wide receiver and he <laughs> caught 11 balls. And he's now looking at, you know, and they, and they list off all these schools and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, we got a five-star guy. Oh, yeah, well, whatever. But there's a guy – that played at Eastern Michigan that was a potter and a wine was, you know, so whatever. It's just bizarre. It I is. I never dreamed it. I it, never dreamed it. And, and, and it's not, it's not like, I, I think there's any less excitement for signing day. It's just more so for that dude. It's like, well, he's already played a year. So we know what we're getting. And, and the five star and the four star is definitely getting pushed to the back seat. All right. Well, I'll ask you this. And I asked Josh. Is there anything we can do about the college football calendar? Am I fighting this solo fight? I just feel like there's free agency slash portal stuff going on in the middle of the postseason, and everyone always complains about the postseason. But now we've got a signing day tomorrow on the 20th. You've got portal that's open until January 2nd stats. It just it seems odd that the Texas backup quarterback is in the portal and won't play in the champion in the four-team playoff. Well, see, I only thing I can see, and this really – and it kind of discounts the idea that they're actually going to school. But the idea that the portal doesn't come open till the bowls are over. Now, that makes it to where you almost can't get to a school, which that's really why they're, believe it or not, they're actually going to classes. And some of these guys are getting degrees at OU and A&M. And, you know, they're getting three, you know, like right. Jalen Hurts has got degrees from Alabama and OU, which – he may, that may not mean anything now, but when he's about 55, people say, wow, you've yeah. got all these degrees. But anyway, it's just the, the timing thing is you got, got – yeah, exactly. I saw the other night there was some bowl game and somebody was 
He caught a pass, and yeah, he's in the portal. Now, wait a minute. He's playing <laughs> in the bowl game, and he's in the portal. Uh, that's just, I don't know, Chris, I don't know how to do it. I don't, you know, and you don't want the NCAA involved because they will really uh, jack it up, and you don't want to go. I guess if you take out the early signing period and make that later, and then this is just the I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I don't either. Like you said, the backup quarterback who could really be big in the ball game is now not going to play because he's in the portal. And all the seats are taken, right? All the seats are being taken across college yeah, football. Exactly. If he wants, to, if he wants to get paid, if he wants to go, he's got to get uh, stats. Take us through the decision that you went through, and these are a great holiday treat that you could have, which is. Sooners Forever, Coach Merv and the Statman, a great new book that is out, courtesy of Deeds Publish, uh, Publishing. But take me through the decision and kind of what went through your mind when you decided, hey, I want to I want to tell Coach's story and I want to tell a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes. Well, I, I just basically wrote it up for my family and, and I talked to Coach's family about it and I said, I've written all this stuff up and I – and I, you know, whenever we would travel with him, I would write down things he would tell me, and and I gave it to my daughters to read, kind of, and you know, as I was going along, and I really didn't want anybody to read it, but our families. And one of my daughters said, "Well, Dad, the Sooner fans would love reading this. Uh, this is really good." And I thought, "Oh no, it's not that good." And then I, and then I had a. And then I, uh, and then my other daughter said, "Wow, it's really good, Dad." And I'm thinking, "Wow, maybe somebody would be interested in our story." And I basically just wrote it for the, my family. And then I thought, "Well, I'll just publish this thing up." And then I decided, you know, and then I waited. And then COVID came, and then I wrote a little bit more. And then Coach wasn't with us anymore. And then he, you know, then he. So I did, then I decided I'll, I'll just print this thing up and I'll do the old Amazon thing. You know, I'll just go out there and everybody I know has published the book, you know, but it sits, you know, there are about 10 copies of it. And I thought, okay, I'll just do that. Then I, then somebody said, well, you need to get a publisher to do this. I'm like, no, no. Then, then, then I got a few people and I had a couple of people tell me they would like to publish it. And I decided I'm going to publish it myself. <laughs> And I'm going to do the Amazon thing, and I'm going to spend the $300 or whatever it is to publish it. And I got ready almost to push the button, and I got an email from a guy who said, I'd like to publish your book in its entirety. I don't want to take anything out of it. I think it's a great book. And I thought, oh, that's interesting, because I'd had people say they didn't want any of the religion in it. I had people say they just wanted OG football in it. They didn't want anything about me in it. They didn't want. They want. They wanted. Can you expand a little bit on this? I said no. I, I just don't want to do that. And then this guy said he would do it, and I said I'll just do it. And I didn't, you know. And next thing you know, here I am hawking books, <laughs> which is about the last thing I ever wanted to do. Does it uh, does it surprise you whenever you see how people actually are? Really interested in it. I mean, you joked about how you you never thought anyone would be, but to see the interest, and I know you always want to sell more, you always want to be able to make it a little bit more profitable, which is why we're telling you about the opportunity to get it for the holidays, but does it ever surprise you as to how in 
to the book that people are and how intrigued by it they are? Honestly, Chris, I really thought if this thing really takes off, I ought to be able to sell 50 books. <laughs> and and now we're getting up, you know, several hundred, and I'm like, people, nice. I'm a little bit like Coach said. Coach Merv told me when I told him the book was really doing well and people really liked it, he said, I'm just dumbfounded <laughs> that anybody would want to read that. You know, and I was like, well, I'm kind of like the same way. But, you know, it is interesting to people. Uh, I've, I've, You know, I, I guess they really like it. Sooner fans would really like it, I guess. Uh, it's from a Sooner perspective. And it's uh, even if you're an OSU person, you probably like it so you can figure out who to hate. <laughs> but it's just. I don't know. It's just shocking. I mean, literally, Chris. I really thought if I if I sold fifty, it'd be great. If I sold a hundred, it'd be a miracle. Well, we sold almost a hundred before the book even was published. I mean, before it's actually you could even touch it. We had pre-sales of almost a hundred. So I I thought you know, and, and Coach Merv is just such a a great guy and people loved him. They liked, they liked him. They, they respected him. They, they always want to know what he thought. I mean, you know that Chris, people say, oh, yeah. what coach, what coach say? And we'd say, well, he didn't really say a whole lot, but I, I mean, you know, or he, or he said very little, but it was really interesting. But so it's just, you know, and I, and, and I went into it not to make any money really. I mean, I never, you know, like I say, I, I was happy to have to sell 50 books. Here we go. So awesome. Uh, we're already hearing from people like a JP Sooner, South Dakota Sooner. Uh, Big Chris has checked in. They've already bought the book. What's the best way to tell people to get the books? Is it deedspublishing.com is the website? Yeah, you can go there, and uh, and I will actually autograph the book for you uh, if you go to Deeds Publishing, or you can go out to Amazon. It's, uh, it's on Amazon. You can get it there, and it's on Amazon Kindle. So if some people like to read on the Kindle, um, you can get it a variety of different ways. And uh, we're really not, I'm not really in it to make money. I, I really, I really, Chris, I'll be honest with you. The ref is in the website and you guys and uh, the few little ads we've run. I mean, I've never dreamed. I mean, I was a TV guy. <laughs> I thought, I'll TV make this. Uh, no. no, radio and your medium and the and the and the the app and the website have just incredible reach. And I've heard from so many people that really really kind, and it's been really fun. And uh, I hope they I hope they enjoy it. And it's uh, if you love the Sooners, you'll you'll probably like this book. <laughs> hey, how is uh, how often do you get to talk to Coach? Um, I always see him during softball season. His uh, son-in-law and his daughter always make sure to to bring him to as many softball games as he wants to go to. But how does Coach seem to be doing, and uh, and, and what's his mindset been? How does he feel about the book? Well, he's he, like he says, he says, I can't believe anybody really wants to read it. But he's he's uh, in a, an assisted living situation now, and he uh, is very, very active. He walks over 20,000, at least 20,000 steps a day. Very, very, you know, walks. He's kind of like a hero there at the assisted living place where he is because he's really, really 
still strong, very agile, helps out a lot of people that uh, that can't get around, and he's just he's enjoying it there. He's settled in, and he's doing really well. I, I see him every every week or so, and I talked to him. I talked to him the other night, and he's doing really well. And uh, he's just, he's he's happy. He's really happy about the book. He's just uh, he's still every time I talk to him, he says people really want to read about us. I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I guess so. And uh, but uh, he's he's just the same as he, he always is, and he's got that firm handshake. Always very very kind. He's just a, a really a great godly man. That's all I can say about it. Do- do you have stats before we – do you have one, Josh? I'm sorry. Okay. I, is there a favorite story that you have from the book that when people get it – I'm not a massive book reader, um, but I, I flipped around and I wanted to find some of the stories that you and Toby had talked about. Uh, do you have a favorite story from the book? Well, I guess, I guess the favorite story I had was how he, he invited – Invited me and Tom Shores and Mike Brooks, a few people. We went over to practice with him one day, and walking through the the complex there at the Switzer Center, and how loving all the players. I'm talking about the current players, not and all, and how nice they were to him, and how they went out of their way to go see him and talk to him and how big a deal he was to them. And I, I, one of the linemen, I'm not going to say who it was, one of the guys, he's in the NFL, went up to coach. And, of course, you know, he was 78, almost 80 years old, and he said something to him. Now, coach, if I move my hands and coach was showing him what he needed to do, and I thought, you know, this guy is just, he's big time. And he still was so respected and loved. I mean, that that probably just did it for me. He he gave a great tour. He showed us every nook and cranny. He did this. He waved at everybody. He walked into the weight room and he stepped up on the scale and he said, "Yep, I'm within one pound of my playing weight." <laughs> you know, things like that. He's just it was just a great and that you know stuff like that's in the book and uh, he's just. It was just a great – he's just a great guy. And I'm just so glad that I was just – you know, I got an opportunity to be with him. Deedspublishing.com is where you can find the books. As uh, Stats mentioned, you can also search Sooners Forever on Amazon. Anything else you want to make sure we add, Stats, before we let you get back to your uh, to your busy day? No, no, that's great. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see who else we get out of the portal now. I'm uh, – <laughs> Uh, we need to get a couple of guys. Um, you know, I, I, the amazing thing about it, Chris, Brandon, those guys, they've got to look at things differently when we play people because in the old days you would play some guy and you say, oh, this guy from Tulane's really good, or this guy from Arkansas State, he's really good. Nowadays we look at them as those guys are potential players. I like him. He'd look great in the Sooner uniform next year. <laughs> right, exactly, and there's got to be that's a different set of scouting than normal scouting because you have to have one guy say, "Listen, we got remember this guy and this guy and this guy." Well, now in the old days, you just now nah, that guy's at Tulane, 
he was he was good, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you go on, you don't think about it again. You think about them now because they're going to go in the portal. There's probably a 70, 80% chance that they will want to transfer. And that's a diff, that's another different animal that we haven't really thought about. Yeah. The, guy, the guys we play. So, anyway. You're the man. Hey, stats. I cannot remember, I cannot remember ever losing a guy to Missouri. I mean, that's <laughs> like, I, that just doesn't happen. Trust I, me. Trust me, it, it it is definitely one that the uh, the effects are being felt right now in the old Twitter machine stats. I'm sure you'll see it if you log on. And it's the old it's the old line that one of our coaches used when they recruit an Adrian Adrian Peterson. Yeah, you can go to A and M. We'll beat you anyway. <laughs> and then Adrian goes, Whoa, 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 whoa! What? <laughs> we don't care. You can go there if you want. We're still going to beat you. That's that's the way we OU looks at it. And that's just the way we should. So, Sooners forever. Hey, Chris, thanks, yep. thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, stats, anytime, man. I appreciate you, and I guess I'll see you on the 28th, man. You bet. I'll be there with bells on. Nice. That's Dennis Stats Kelly. I uh, put a link to his book because of the one thing that maybe – the one thing I learned in my many, many years of radio is there has to be something actionable whenever you're in your tweet. Like if someone – I get real mad. Well, not mad. I'm grateful for the time. But when people – Cole's Cole does this a lot. Cole Kublik. Jumping on with Plank and Josh right now. And then he doesn't put any way that you can listen to it. Right. So I'm like, bro, put a link. Here's a link to our our station. Listen Right, here. here right. That's, um, stats, I'm adding now to every single one of his tweets a buy it here. So there is a a link that you can dive into. and find. A lot of really interesting books there, but – uh, Coach Merv the stat man, I, I do like the salvo that Dennis fires at the end. It's like, I never remember losing anyone to Missouri. <laughs> He's right. It just doesn't. I mean, the Wee's last year, but you kind of got the sense that. Now, Winarian Green. Yeah, you kind of got the sense that. I don't want to say Wee's was processed by any stretch of the imagination, but maybe he didn't hear what he wanted to hear. And so he goes to Missouri and had a really nice year. Sure. Put himself in good position. But I want to read this tweet real quick before we break from Josh McQuistion. I want you to simmer on it over the break. I want you to give me a take on it. Okay. You ready? You know I love Josh. He's been on this show many times. He writes, I've covered recruiting for over 20 years. This is still the most baffling situation I've ever seen. It ended as predictably as possible particularly for something born of chaos, but just a situation I'm still shocked has transpired. We'll dive into it a little bit more in depth as Caden Green is committed to Missouri. Thanks to the stats, Kelly. Go buy his book! It's a plank show right here on The Ref. <laughs> I had to laugh at these two texts real quick. Um, guy from Parts Unknown writes, Is there a version of the book with pictures for plank? Okay, when I say I, I'm not a big reader, it's just I don't read a lot of books. I don't not read. It's for, I'll give you a for instance. I was really excited. I started a book on my vacation in Colorado this year, and I was thoroughly enjoying it. And I got about to the third chapter, and I was like, 
Am I going to read the rest of this? There's a lot of pages left in this thing. So it's, it's the, How much enjoyment is there, really? Where, where, where are we going with this right now? So I have, I'm reading Stats book over the weekend. I've kind of saved it for the Christmas weekend. Soon as forever. I need to do something to keep me off Instagram reels is what I need to do. <laughs> Bro, I laughed so hard at an Instagram reel last night that I was crying. And my wife and my daughter got so mad at me that they kicked me out of the living room. I had ver- like tears rolling. You were banished. Down. I was banished. I was kicked out. And Gunny writes, "Are you going to do an audible version for those of us who don't like to listen, or excuse me, for those of us who like to listen and not read?" Oh, Gunny, I'm right there with you, dude. But then again, audible books to me are even more boring. It's like, oh gosh, I got to listen to this dull tone. That, jeez, just give me the book. Just give me the book. Audio version would be pretty awesome. Um, it, it, Vinny is very fi- – have you noticed how angry Vinny seems to be this morning? Well, it's an angry time of the year. Vinny writes, better wake up. You're, ref- you're not shocked. You're refusing to look around and observe what's happening below your nose. Hello! Drinkowitz is marking his territory. He doesn't care how low or how far in the mud he has to go to save himself. So to that point is, uh, you know, off the McQuistion tweet, things of that nature, is it now a major problem about with what Missouri has lined up NIL-wise and what they've been able to do to get guys to go there? Not just, you know, it's so unique because a lot of people have gone with this opposite take, Josh. You know, A&M has even backed off it a little bit. We're not dropping bags for dudes to sign out of high school as much. It's more in the portal. They're continuing to do both, and Ole Miss has started to jump in a little bit more with both. So from your perspective, is this about Missouri marking its territory? Well, I think it's going to be – it's always going to be tough to win an out-of-state battle versus an in-state team that has some momentum. And right now, Missouri obviously has momentum. The uh, players, at least some in North, though, I mean, there's so much talent that – I don't know that you just suddenly say, no, we're not interested. I don't think that you let this scare you off. It it is what it is. It's a couple of uh, unfortunate recruiting losses for Oklahoma. Yeah, it happens. This was shocking with Caden Green to have somebody that (laughs) you you won the recruiting battle, Plank. Right. He signed with OU and was here and played a lot. This is not uh, a disgruntled sooner we don't think, right? Right. This is somebody that – Family found an opportunity, and they're taking advantage of it. The uniqueness of it is just that. It's unique. So I panic meter, is it uh, super high? Do you stay away? No, you don't stay away. You're Oklahoma. You expect to to beat Missouri in recruiting. Yeah, you're supposed to. You're supposed to. And, yes, Jesse G, it was the reel you sent to me. Jesse G sends me reels, and I appreciate it, Jesse. I don't reply like I should, but it was the um, it was the anchor screw up, which I think we might even be able to play on the show. It, it, I don't know how old it is though. That was it. Um, so the show me state actually means show me the money from uh, Jeff from Jeff OKC. From OKC. That's right. That's right. Here is one thing though that I think is in indisputable. Oklahoma had more offensive linemen taken in last year's draft, and it was only two 
than Missouri has had in almost eight years. Your Larry Brown was drafted in 2021. He went in the fifth round. Missouri hasn't had an offensive lineman taken in the first round since 1987. 1987. Wow. I get it. New coach, new theory, new, new approach. And they've, they've found some success. And they, they won 10 football games this year. But if you're wanting to get developed, you're wanting to come to Oklahoma. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is just going to be, hey, in this area, he's marking his territory. He's building his fence around it. We've got to be very diligent. I hope Oklahoma continues to do the same thing around the state of Oklahoma and getting the best guys here. There just seems to be a lot of talent coming out of that area right now. I mean, I lived I lived in St. Louis my formative years, I guess you could say, just outside of it. And the big complaint was we don't have a lot of dudes that are D1 talents from around our area in football. St. Louis had a handful here or there, and even across the state of Missouri. Over the last five to ten years, you've seen Missouri develop as a bit of a hotbed for some talent. So I think it's a lot of things, Josh. It's, all right, well, Missouri is benefiting from seeing some dudes out of that area that are not Jags. They're dudes. Yeah, I mean, the Lee Summit North program is it's on fire right now. It's a juggernaut. Now. And I don't, I don't think, at least, and you got to remember, I'm old. I don't think that's always been the case. And so now all of a sudden it's right place, right time. And taking advantage of it. And as as 580 Nate just said, um, Missouri's playing dirty. Sign Rick Patino. <laughs> and you know what? For a program like Missouri, they have to. They've got to. Got to cut some corners. You have to. You're not a blue blood. You're overmatched in the conference that you're in. What's your best way? Hey, you know, let's take advantage of this while we can. And... Anybody with a local tie, lock them down, right, and throw the bag their direction, which, what did, which they found some success doing. What did Joey McGuire say his goal was in the portal? Bring Texas players back to Texas. Well, Texas has always been a recruiting hotbed. Always has been, right? Deep state, a lot of population, a lot mm-hmm. of really high-profile programs. And a lot of pride to be a part of it. And so guys go other places and maybe don't have the success that they want. Bring them back to Texas. You're starting to see that a little bit with Missouri. And and they're also making sure that they're taking care of that moat. You remember I wanted to build the moat around Oklahoma so no one can leave? They're building that moat around Lee Summit North. Lee Summit North and the programs that matter to them. You know, it's uh, not a lot of St. Louis dudes, right? It's not like the whole state. It's just a little area of it. Right? That little pocket. Mm. Trying to build the moat around uh, Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> Unfortunately, we haven't had the – Laundry list of great players that have come out of here, or at least that were highly recruited, like you have at least some of North. We have guys that have gone places and they've developed, right? Well, and I'm just saying out of OU's locker room. Oh, I see. Okay, so instead of Norman, Norman North, all of my the Washington Warriors of the world, you're saying around the Switzer City. Yeah, let's build a moat around these cellular devices. Hey, let's let's get a break, and when we come back, let's dive through the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. But before we do. It's always great to hear from Darla off the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. What's going on, Darla? How are you? All right. I just wanted to ask you if you could ask um, Dennis Stats Kelly Uh-oh. if he could 
get the book in Braille or audio for those of us who are blind. Ooh, that's a good it. question, Darla. You know what? I guarantee you Stats would love to tape an audio version of his of his book, right? And then you could have the out. What do they always have, the extra scenes whenever you were watching the DVD back in the way with commentary? Sure. I'm sure that we could have a commentary section in there for, in there for you, too, just for you to hear from Coach. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. We'll work on it. Darla, I'm on it as we speak. Well, and uh, I'd like to say I just hate it that we, Missouri still our player. You know but. what? I, I, I think this is – and thanks for the call, Darla. I hope you have, have a, a nice great morning. holiday. Whoops, sorry. What's that stupid song that my daughter plays all the time? It says, welcome to the new wave, to the new wave, welcome to the new. I think they're saying new wave or new age. And every time that that song comes, radioactive is what it is. Yeah, Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons, thank you. And I I can't help but laugh because every time – she sings it or it comes on and she's got this cute little nine-year-old voice. I'm like, that's college football. Welcome to the new age or new wave or whatever the heck they're saying. That's where we are, man. Welcome to the new age. We got this might, this probably isn't going to be the last time this happens. It's just, Hey, there it is. Uh, it's not going to be the last time this happens. All right, quick break. We'll hit your text next right here on the ref. Stick around. Plank show. We are back. Josh Elmer alongside Chris Plank. This, the home of Sooner fans. Hope everybody's having a nice morning so far. As we welcome you back, hour number two presented by Allison Insurance. That is allisoninsurance.com. 405-745-2968 is the number to call to get in touch with Bob and Robert Allison where they can find the needs to best fit you and your office for insurance. To the text line we go i'm sure uh, plenty of reaction to the caden green announcement this morning the commitment from oklahoma to missouri knippelmeyer chevrolet text line 405-651-3439 that's the number to chime in if you would like to as well out of the 918 he's from missouri that's why he left caden green did a jordy ball he went home no incorrect 918 now i'll agree with you that he's from Missouri, and he went back home. But Jordy Ball made sure we all knew from the moment that she entered the portal. You can think right or wrong about the decision that Jordy Ball made, but Jordy Ball went in the portal and did interviews and did conversations, and regardless of how you might feel about her family involvement, if you look back, you're like, well, of course she was going to go to Nebraska. Her family was guilt-tripping her every day she was gone. You can have those opinions that I saw that got very popular on social media or you know, even the idea that she could make more money at Nebraska than she could at Oklahoma. What, what, whatever it might have been, Jordy Ball was at the very least front and center. And if it was a, a social media thank you, goodbye, if it was making sure, as surprising as it was, that Coach Gasso knew, she made sure that Coach Gasso knew. And she made sure that Jen Rocha knew. And It doesn't sound like that's happened here. It's not that, yeah. So, well, yeah, at the core, you're right. And, again, we go back to our what do you owe us and what do you not. At the end, they don't really owe us an explanation for why they're leaving. But if, you're going, if you say, hey, I'm, I'm going home. I, I want to go and be closer to my family. It's better received. 
9.9 out of 10 Americans will look at that and go, I get it. Yeah, no, that I makes understand. sense. That makes sense. I hated that Jordy Ball's not a Sooner. But I also get it, and it makes sense. She wants to go home, and she wants to play for, I don't know, what, like the fourth most important women's sport at Nebraska? She doesn't want to stay here and play for the maybe the number two sport on campus. Make it make sense, Jordy. But it does because she's going home. Caden Green. I like the little pot shot you took in there at uh, Nebraska softball. Well, I mean, it's definitely not up there with uh, on the Lincoln Volleyball. campus as where softball is on the on the on the Norman campus. That's nope. for certain. But no, in all seriousness, and, and maybe she can start to transform that a little could. bit. And I think that's what she wants to do, and that's great. But I, I don't think you can compare those two. And maybe this part's not totally fair either. But the job wasn't done in either respect. But. A job did get completed for Jordy Ball. Sure. Oklahoma. Oh, she, she won two titles. Had one national championship. She'd been the most outstanding player. There, there was an understanding of, okay, I'm going home, and there's a new challenge on the horizon. That made sense. Right. Right. The job was not finished for Caden Green. The job had just begun for Oklahoma and and Caden Green, and and you left uh, the 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 program high and dry. So the yeah. situations are not the same. No, I agree. All right, where do you want to go next? Sean says, uh, out of the 405, watching the Virtue Signalers destroy the greatest educator of Americans besides the GI Bill, college athletics is the saddest thing I've seen. Thanks, Jay Billis. Yeah, it's um, it's a little bit of a different world now. I was think I, I reached out to an old professor whom I haven't talked to in 30 years. And the reason Lori Peterson was her name, she was a direct. Uh, hold on, while I die real quick, I gotta stop eating peanut brittle during the break. Do you think I would lose that lesson? It's, right? It's tough though, isn't it? Or learn that lesson. And I reached out to her just because I was thinking of some of the knockdown dragouts that not necessarily me and her, but or her and I, <laughs> yeah, communications major, but we would have because she would want to have these open debates in the class and I'll and one of them that got really bad was you know should we still and this was 1995 and it was just we would have these different things that we would debate and one of them was should we still have Columbus Day and I was on the at that time I was on I I was drawn the side of yes and the side of no and I'll never forget it got so tense between the two sides that you had someone that slid in and was like, okay, we're going to take a break. And she did. She jumped up, yelled at the two of us. It's like, we're taking a break here. This is not effective communication. This is not how you do it. And it just, it was on my mind because I thought that was cool, right? We were able to take, I was able to take a side and the other person was very passionate about it, right? And I was not like, I didn't care. I just, I saw that made him mad. I'm like, ooh, they're getting mad. I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then in that, in that, it got me more fired up about him. Like, you're not taking my Columbus Day away from me, right? That's And you have those kinds of conversations now. Someone's feelings are going to get hurt. You're going to have someone that's going to be turned into administration, you know. And, and just, you're right. We've gotten soft. And then you want to add to it. I'm sure there's some people that think about the NIL side of it and what that's done to college athletics. And listen, it's we have to stop calling this NIL. It is not name, image, likeness. It is pay for play. And the sooner that we do it, 
I think the easier it is to accept. We keep hiding behind, well, you know, this NIL is out of control. No, it's it's tampering tam- and pay for play. Tampering the portal and pay for play is what's out of control, y'all. NIL, I think, is actually working okay. We're just using that as this guise for everything else. But, yeah, it's it's a much different world today, Sean, in and every aspect. It's out of control, and there's no enforcement arm. The, the If there was an enforcement arm from the NCAA, it doesn't exist anymore outside of a rare couple of instances for Jim Harbaugh. You know, that's a good point from the 940, too. Right? Don't forget the M- Missouri legislature allowing these in-state kids to get their bag in high school. And I don't truly understand how that's written, but if if memory serves me correct, it's, hey, if you're – committed to an in-state school as a Missouri high school senior, then you can start making NIL. And I would assume that would also include the Missouri states, right, of the world? The Southwest Missouri state? I don't know, does SLU have football? All, all of them, sure. Northern Missouri University? Now, it's obviously mostly for the Missouri Tigers who have capitalized. Dodger Blaine asks a good question. With the UCLA quarterback transferring to Oregon, will Gabriel have to battle for the job? No. The way that they've made this sound is that, is it Dion Moore? He wants another year to learn? Um. So, I don't uh, – Dante Moore, excuse me. Dante Moore. Yeah, I, I just want to make this very clear that – probably wasn't in play for Oklahoma for the handful of people that would get mad right now because if Dylan had stayed around, we probably would have been talking about Jackson Arnold in the transfer portal right now. Probably. But in this instance, I think it works out. Works out pretty, pretty well. One Uh, more year of seasoning for him? That's right. And and then all of a sudden, Oregon feels pretty good about its future in 25 and beyond. You got a five-star quarterback ready to slide in, and then you'll have whatever quarterback that they signed in this class or the one last year. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Anything else you want to hit on the – Seems like Dan Lanning and company have figured out, you know, this whole Bo Nix thing, Gabriel thing. Maybe this is working out all right for us. So now they've got Dante Moore waiting, but I I wouldn't uh, get married to the idea that they won't just – Go portal shopping again this sure. time next year. Top five stories today around the corner. Anything else you want to hit on the text line? Are we up against it? Uh, yeah, we're up against it, but we keep rolling when we come back. We'll do that. It's Plank Show right here on The Ref. Two two quick ones here off the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line to put a wrap on hour two. Gosh, we're already going into hour three. Um, we're going to hit Monday Night Football. Did you see that if the Cowboys and the Eagles went out, it would get down to the fifth tiebreaker as to who wins the NFC East? That's pretty exciting. What is the fifth tiebreaker? We're going to find out. Big story number five. Okay. Hold on. That's a tease. Number three. Uh, Last night, the Thunder won in the last game before Ja Morant returns to the Memphis Grizzlies. And actually a pretty good mid-afternoon bowl snack we had yesterday in I don't know, the something toast bowl. Everyone was eating toast afterwards. A couple of nice wins in a row for OKC. Yeah, yeah. OKC, that is back to back good wins. Denver and then last night over over Memphis. Chet and then, Holmgren, seven rejections. Yeah. Hey, rookie of the year. Him and Wimbenyama, it's gonna be a great battle. It'd be tough to and, beat out Wimben Wimbenyama. Yeah, I think so too. That bowl game, by the way, Western Kentucky came back to beat ODU Old Dominion. But here are the 
Here are the two texts that I thought were really good. One cracked me up. One actually has an interesting point. Not that your point, Jay, isn't interesting, but he writes, is it too petty of me that I hope Missouri moves Caden Green to tackle? And he has to face P.J. Adebaware and P.J. Curb stomps him on the edge for four quarters next fall. Oh, look, everybody's going to be rooting for that. What are you talking about? Is is it wrong of you? you that's the – that's the feng shui. That's the status quo. That's what everyone wants to see right now. You that's kidding me? Karma. That's payback. Uh, and then dynamite, Dan. Maybe something we're missing in all of this is that Green and Winari were a package deal, and with the Sooners not being able to get Winari, that swayed Caden to head closer to home. We also have no idea what he was going, what was going on in his personal life either. We get so wrapped up in chasing money, but in the end. It is kind of what it is, and we can't fault someone who chases it in the short term rather than looking at the long-term gain of being developed slash drafted from OU. Unfortunately for these two, they will end up doing exactly what Macklin did. He chose the Tigers just to get their hearts broken by the Sooners. We're bigger than any one person, so we'll be just fine. Onward and upward, Dynamite Dan. Um, the interesting part in, to me in that, you're right. We don't know what's going on. And I guess in a lot of ways, you don't have to tell us. But come on, man. The details around this one, they're, they're slimy with a capital S. And they are three capital letters in I. Yeah, that everyone's going to hide behind on this. But you're right. I don't know what's going on. But if you told us, I think it'd be a lot easier for everyone to chill the bleep out. Or it could even matter. <laughs> One or the other. All right, quick break. Top five stories of the day coming up next.